Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. one knows more about ups and downs than me. I've very much made a living out of it, and I think the reason people understand is down to the fact that it's all something we have to go through. Sometimes you're smashing it, and sometimes you're in the toilet. There's usually a catalyst to such a switch too, and incredibly, when it comes to wrestling, this often happens on camera. What a world, eh? So I am Simon from What Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button and leave a comment below. And this is 10 wrestling career turning points that took place on air. Number 10, the one, two, three kid. Everyone knew Sean Waltman was the man the second they saw him in the ring. There's a reason he soon became the go-to guy with management to see what young up-and-comers had in the tank. And his career was pretty darn good. I mean, what didn't he do? Just because you're a wrestling savant, though, doesn't mean you're going to have your moment, which is when in stepped Razor Ramon. Scott Hall knew talent when he saw it, and Waltman stood out like a sore thumb, so when it was time for them to tangle on Raw, he went out of his way to show everybody else what we had here. The footage of Razor beating the crap out of the 1-2-3 kid has done the rounds time and time again, especially when Sean gets a surprise win after a moonsault. It was so well done and happened on WWE's then-biggest platform that within seconds, everybody started to take notice. This was even more true as Kidd had lost a lot of matches leading up to this point, so to see him shine from start to finish and get the victory, forget about it. He was good to go. And boy, howdy, did he make the most of that. Number nine, Tony Khan. So this one was ridiculous, wasn't it? We all like to think we would have known what to have said during the All Out 22 press conference, but in reality, it was far tougher than some let on. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. To show the strength of his character, though, Tony Khan appeared on the 7th of September 2022 Dynamite, and he smashed it. Keeping a very statesman-like tone and ensuring he came across as the boss, Khan announced that the world and trio titles are now vacant and underlined how we were going to sort this situation out. I'm sure he would have liked to have gone into further details as well, but potential legal ramifications stopped that, and it just felt like a leader stepping up to the plate. Don't think he won't learn from all this either. We forget he's only been doing this job for three years. I would imagine from this point on, he will use it to make AEW an all-round better place. And you can't get mad at that. Number 8, CM Punk. I have said it approximately 678 times now, but I'll say it once more. Wrestlers are human beings, and we must remember that. Why CM Punk felt the need to hit the chaos button at the All Out 2022 press conference, we shall never know for sure. And the aftermath has just been crazy. One of the most compelling stories for years. Let's not ignore his contributions over the last 12 months either, as Punk has proven that he's one hell of a talent. When you do go scorched earth like he did, you're always going to divide the audience. Therefore, some people are now raising their eyebrow a little bit, despite crying with joy when CM returned to wrestling in his hometown of Chicago in 2021. As of me speaking, we don't really know how this is going to play out either, but I don't think anybody had this on their bingo cards. It is truly crazy... 
And what a difference a year can make. Number seven, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Don't believe the story as it is told today. While it was clear the then WWF had something with Stone Cold Steve Austin in 1996, it wasn't like he cut the 316 promo at the King of the Ring and that was that. Here was the biggest star ever. Nope. It was just another step in the journey. It certainly did spark fans to bring Austin 316 signs to arenas the land over, and to tie it into this list, it was when things started to turn for the man, as within months he'd been heading straight for the main event. The key to all of that was Bret Hart, though, who did what all good top guys should do. He saw that Stone Cold was about to explode, so reached down and tried to help him join the top of the card. Without that, the rattlesnake still would have found his way, but do not underestimate its importance. This was a combination of timing, talent, and help, but we never looked back, did we? Talk about proving your doubters wrong. Number six, Vince Russo. Many people forget this, but Vince Russo was once in charge of the WWF magazine. He would write fantasy stories and get up to other japes, mostly because nobody else was really paying attention. He could do whatever he wanted. So imagine the rest of the creative team surprised when after a roar in 1997, Vince McMahon stormed in, threw a copy of the publication down, and asked why the narratives on his actual show weren't as good as the ones in the issue. I am not kidding. This is what Russo claimed anyway within a 1999 edition of Raw magazine, and there does seem to be some truth to it. Soon after, he was brought into the inner circle and helped out with the Attitude Era. And as cool as it is to run a supplement, I can only assume that Vince was far happier getting to control the lives of wrestlers, including ensuring that Val Venus got his PP choppy choppied. I will never forget that even though it happened over 20 years ago. Number five, Diesel. Go and watch the 1994 Raw Rumble. That is how Kevin Nash should have been booked throughout his WWF Championship run, and why he was turned into Babyface 101, I will never know. Everyone just had to be flipping Hulk Hogan. He was so dominant in that match, he had an elimination record that lasted for years, and it was obvious he should be given the top prize in the game. This wasn't some accident. Fans were super into Diesel because he was a badass, not because he got beaten up in the ring by some bad guy. It was soon clear he was more than Shawn Michaels' bodyguard, although that role did get him through the door, and by the time those in Rhode Island were chanting his name, the future had been decided. Number four, Eddie Kingston. Well, what a turnaround this was. When Eddie Kingston answered a Cody Rhodes challenge on a 2020 Dynamite, he was about to sell his wrestling boots just to stay afloat. Instead, he got the call, cut one hell of a promo, won over thousands of new fans, and got a full-time paying gig doing what he loves. Hell yeah. Kingston was always going to struggle to fit in because for years, WWE was the only game in town, and Eddie didn't fit that mold. It goes to show how silly pigeonholing is because we all know today that Kingston is a top tier talent that can go toe-to-toe with anyone, the dude is beyond real. He also had an excellent match with Cody on that night, which established him further, and within one pay-per-view cycle was headlining against his best friend, John Moxley. Even better still, he has not put one foot wrong in terms of what he's done in front of the camera. Every feud, every backstage skit, every interview, the man delivers every single time, and all he needed was somebody to stick a mic in his hand on national TV during a pandemic, no less. Can you imagine if there had been a full house? We dare to dream. Number three, the acclaimed. I mean, they have been saying it since day one. Everybody loves the acclaimed, and they were absolutely correct. I've been part of that crew for a while, too, because it was obvious they had something. When all that nonsense was going down with people crying, he's trying to be John Cena, you had to face palm. Last time I checked, Cena didn't invent rapping. The race to the top was confirmed at All Out 2022, where they truly did elevate their game beyond any possible expectation. With their ridiculous Susan Me Daddy catchphrase and the fact they had a great program with the guns, Max Castor and Anthony Bowens walked into the pay-per-view to face Swerve in our glory for the tag team championships 
and left more over than they went in, even though they lost. That, my friends, is professional wrestling. They are now a must-see on the show too, be it Caster's entrance diss track or how awesome Bowens is in the ring. And if they don't win the tag team titles by the time you hear this, something has gone very, very wrong. You can be assured I'll go on the internet and tweet about it as well. That's how much I believe in them. They rock. Number two, John Moxley. Amazingly, there were some folk who thought Dean Ambrose leaving the WWE and becoming John Moxley was a mistake. These folk were incorrect. And it wasn't that they thought Mox wasn't a great talent, and that was clear even when he had to dress up as the Mountie, but because he had been through all that, there was this idea that nobody would buy him as a straight-up killer. Whoops. All it took was one Rick walk in New Japan to make you realize this was a different dude, and by the time he had renamed his finish to the Death Rider, it was pretty clear what was going on. That name is ludicrous too out of context, but when you tie it up with the former lunatic fringe, it just works. He rubber-stamped this as well when he debuted at Double or Nothing in a truly iconic moment, and seeing the crowd lose it as he dropped Chris Jericho is worth watching over and over again. Ever since... He has just upped his game constantly. So he used this moment to re-establish himself, and today I would say he's one of, if not the most important part of All Elite Wrestling. I mean, can you see the promotion without him? Me neither. Number one, Karrion Cross and Scarlett. It wasn't that big a surprise that Karrion Cross and Scarlett were brought back to WWE by Triple H. He had pushed them huge in NXT, so was clearly a fan, and as their main roster original debut had been so horrendous, the game thought they deserved another shot. He was correct. The thing is, this does make all the sense in the world. Paul Levesque has long seen this type of act as something he believes he can make work, so by taking the creation as it was meant to be and slotting them into SmackDown, we can now see his intention come to life properly. It has been non-stop too in the sense that the first thing Cross did on SmackDown was jump Drew McIntyre and stare down Roman Reigns, and I don't care who you are. That tells the audience that you're a big deal. Can't eyeball the Tribal Chief without the powers that be saying so. Right now we don't know if this is going to click, but it has been very refreshing seeing the pair being given a proper go without a gimp mask and sure the black and white presentation is a bit odd you know what they say you can take the sports entertainment out of sports entertainment but you can't take the sports entertainment out of sports entertainment actually don't think anybody has ever said that never mind Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.